button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Shugs? Welcome to a, another episode of Snacks Packs. Yeah, I didn't the have... Packs that Snacks it, is back. Yeah, gold snacks. I didn't have anything uh, the foundation planned. The foundation to put airbags on the outside of cars. Uh, yeah, on the outside of cars. I like that So idea. that they won't be damaged in the accident, yeah. too. I think two cars that they run into each other should look like nothing bad happened and everyone's okay. I agree. I would also like to add an addendum to this bill of... Uh, every <laughs> office chair that is created, one out of every 100,000 gets an airbag put in the seat. So it's like a raffle whenever you the buy one. The motion is passed. Yeah. The motion is passed. <laughs> we don't need to vote on it. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Unanimously, baby. Um, uh, I guess, did I talk about my car getting obliterated on no. the last time it, we recorded? Oh, I don't know. Did you? Did Because you? it was obliterated by then. Um, but we didn't know if we, we didn't know yeah. if it was totaled. Holly is total. Holly is she is total and gone forever. I was pretty pissed off about it. It turns out he did he did the most incredible amount of damage you could do That's in it. one single swipe physically possible. Old it people was, are crazy, dog. Oh my god. So the car so I bought myself a new car and I, not with insurance money, mind you, because they won't respond to anything and they're taking their sweet, sweet time you don't getting say. back to me about that one. Um the the they're getting they're taking their sweet, sweet time getting back to me about the thousands of dollars that they owe. <laughs> me. I'm, I'm like literally why, thousands. Why do they get to fuck around on this? Dude, because they're the insurance company. They do whatever they want, dog. Like, you owe me now. I will terrorism you. Yeah, that's a joke. So, uh, in Minecraft, I mean. Yeah, in Minecraft. Uh, so, that, they're not responding. They they lowballed me, to, obviously. And I've been like, I've just been fighting it. Because, you know, I'm an adult. I went out and I just bought myself a new car. I have yeah. the money. I bought it cash. I own it. I tra- And in Pennsylvania, you bing, bam, boom. You go to the notary. I got myself a new license plate. That shit's in my name. Done. Nice. I, nice. I, was, I did that all in one day. And uh, so now I am the proud owner of a 2002. <laughs> I told someone today it was a 2008 and I was wrong. So 2002. No, 2002 okay, Toyota nice. Camry. Uh, I assume you're talking about your boss, because yeah. who else would you be telling about my car? That's also <laughs> uh, true, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, the it only had 98,000 miles on it, so it was a great deal. I bought only it Only 98,000 miles on it, got it. Dude, on a Toyota, that thing's got another 175,000 yeah, miles to go, easy. I will, be, I will own this car until it turns 40, unless... An old man obliterates it on the road for no reason. And which he might, considering uh, how, considering how your luck's been. You or an old a, woman. Yeah, or an old woman. Or an old baby. We're not going to discriminate. Yeah, true. Any uh, old person can ram their car into somebody because they shouldn't be driving. But yeah, so I got that. It's actually in like wonderful condition. It's it's a mid-sized car instead of my compact. It feels like the difference between when I. Drove Holly that my red my Ford Focus. It was like putting on the car. Like I was wearing yeah. a car. I could reach to the back window yeah. from the front seat. You know, I got long arms, but still. Yeah. And um, 
But this car, I feel like I'm sitting in a vehicle with I have, like, space. Yeah. Dude, so, and previously, the center console uh, on yeah. the Ford Focus was, like, a DVD case. Like, it was that shallow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. that size. It was nothing. You could fit some napkins, and I put a napkins and a magazine in it. And there was, like, a gun magazine, not, like, real magazine. Yeah, um, not the, the tabloids? This thing now, I've got, like... I mean, you could put a whole baby in the yeah. center console, and then it's got the like a section at the bottom or like underneath the the radio and shit cluster. That's yeah. another compartment, and it also has a real cigarette lighter. A real really? for all the cigarettes dude. you smoke, dude. Classic though, you know, it's fucking ancient. You know, it's in really good shape. Way better shape than Holly. It drives way better. It's, I mean, it's a huge upgrade. I can choose where the air comes out <laughs> of the vents. Amazing. Amazing. Luxury. Uh, the only thing that sucks is that it's, it's pretty old, so pretty much all the speakers are, like, kind of fucky. They, yeah. they sound kind of clicky. But there is a Dominican speaker shop just uh, uh, literally 200 yards from my house, which is just as awesome as it sounds. Yeah, they'll get you right. Uh, and they will. I already in told. A, I talked to him about it. They what it sounds really cheap. Honestly, I'm like, you know flash. what? Whatever. Let's yeah. just see what happens. Why not support local business? Yes, you know? sir. I like that you're talking about this car. Like you just got a fucking 2024 Toyota Tundra, and you're like, look at all these features, and it's like, oh, dude, the Ford Focus. So the Ford Focus was the truest embodiment of my Spartan values. Dude. Yeah, it was <laughs> that thing. Was an engine with that, that you, and then just a pile of shit that you sat in. <laughs> but the engine never failed, and it was reasonable gas mileage the whole time. I'm like, okay, nice, you know, nice. I, it, that car cost me. I like never had a mechanical issue the whole time I owned it, and it was great. That sure, the air didn't come out. Sure, sure, the button on the shifter broke. Okay, sure, the right. The air not coming out would would be what some call a mechanical issue <laughs> it's no, not it's well, not a necessary detrimental no, that's mechanical not a real issue. mechanical issue because i could fix it it was just annoying i i all i had to do was reach <laughs> under the dash and manually turn the dial <laughs> uh, which which you know i used to do at, between the shift from hot and cold weather but what then it was like a weird rainy thing and my windshield was foggy and i had it set to only come out of my face i was like i'm in trouble yeah. right now so, <laughs> so i just kept it on the windshield all the time and then people be like oh i'm hot and i'm like i don't care <laughs> i don't care at all <laughs> so now i have a car that has you know space and working features in it and it's really nice it's uh oh and it is so much quieter than the ford because the yeah. ford Whew, loud. We Partially because there was, to be fair, a pizza box sized hole in the bottom yeah, of my car. Yeah, also fair. Yeah, that is, you know, that'll do it. You'll have that on the big jobs. Um, you will have that on the big jobs. We need to do like a community poll of how long it'll be till your car sustains damage in Pennsylvania. Oh, dude. So, <laughs> I, so now when I park it, so I don't park it where, right, and even on the street where Reagan's car got hit by the semi. And so uh, where I kept it uh, on this street where it was last bashed, 
it was at the end, but now I put it in the middle. I always make sure someone's parked on both sides of me. That's what now I'm like, all right, now no one can ram straight at my car. It's impossible to do it. You can't hit my car. Someone will do it. You know that. I know. It is. I know. Well, there is a will. There is, in fact, a way. So. uh, Oh, and there is a will. Oh, yeah. God is the people. Dude, it it looks like it actually looks pretty nice. Like it's in good shape. And I'm like, I want to like beat it up a little bit you gotta make this thing rough just take like a hammer just one hit to one of the doors i'm like there you go you know something a little yeah people are gonna think you're made of money you roll around oh i know (laughs) my my my, uh neighbor was like oh wow like if next time i'm looking for a car i'll have to ask you and i was like oh my god does he actually think it looks good yeah this looks like shit guy it's supposed to look like shit it's supposed to be terrible i don't want anyone to care about my car that's the piece of garbage that's the only like bad part about like having a new car in my eyes when i first got my new car i was like man this thing looks like pretty good so i'm a little worried that it's like if I park it in a parking lot at a hotel overnight, someone's going to be like, look at that car, and fucking smash the window in. Dude, no one ever has been like, I'll break into that Ford Focus yeah. <laughs> to get a bunch of money. That's you know? fair, yeah. There's no storage in it, so there's almost no way. You can see everything in the car yeah. just looking at it. Yeah. And it had you know a couple dents in it and a white bumper and a red body. So people were like, you know what? That guy's struggling. Yeah, he's they been through for- enough. I prefer for people to think that I'm like really poor. I agree. You know? What are you looking for? A lighter, dude. I got sat down. I'm trying to see. I was trying to see one from where I was sitting before I got up to go get it, because I have to take my headphones We'll out. go find it. I'll cover the dead air. Don't worry. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, don't worry. I'll take care of the dead air. This is me taking care of the dead air. It's dead air, and I'm taking oh, care of it. There we go. I got it. It's right there. Perfect. Um, A lighter for my uh, incense. Jazz cigarettes. My incense. But, so, yeah, now I have a new car, and it works, and um, I don't drive it, because I don't really drive very often, but if I want to drive, I, I want to yeah, be able to do that. In comfort but and the leisure. Dude, the dude had posted the car, like, the day before I called him, and I was like, hey, man, I wanna buy, I'll want to buy. i buy the car. I was like, let me see it. There's, like, a 95% chance I'm going to buy it, unless something is weird with it, but uh, I'll buy the whole thing cash tomorrow, and he's like amazing he's like, yeah he's like incredible a, this that was probably the single-handedly the best uh car selling experience yes. he's ever had on facebook yes because i told uh, him well no i found him actually on craigslist uh, oh okay no actually, shit yeah that's still kidding Dude, huh? craigslist is is low-key a great spot to find a car i don't know i started I found going him on after craigslist. i could couldn't find strangers to fornicate with bring back they, the personal pages i know what the fuck is that about why are you sanitizing craigslist yeah it's for real filthy. but yeah uh so i got that done and and uh I, I still don't have my insurance money but at the end of the day i think i'll end up the whole thing is going to end up costing me about two thousand dollars out of pocket damn which, uh, it's that not what i wanted to do no that's the exact opposite of insurance uh i'm supposed to get money i'm not supposed to like Lose I'm poor. Money. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I'm poorer. Uh, but also, but that sounds like insurance. I save money and and am responsible. And so, you know, one thing I made sure to remind myself because I was stressed out about it. I was like, really, none of this matters. I may I have enough money. I can pay all my bills. This won't even touch it. It's yeah. not even cl- it doesn't matter at all. I'm just like it. Just sucks to spend it. Yeah, and it sucks to see my bank account have six thousand dollars removed. Yeah, from it. like, that's fair. 
damn it. I tell myself that, but I don't have the money to deal with it and be okay with it. I'm just like, fuck it. Who cares? Just going to spend it. And then I'm like, ooh, no. should have done that. Should have done that. <laughs> I specifically have always kept a, a lot in my chicken count enough to buy a car. That's how I've always kept enough to buy because oh, I was like, insurance is bullshit. I know they're going to fuck my life up. If I ever get my shit fucked up, I just want to be able to go the next day and buy a car. That's and fair. that is exactly what I did. Dude, if I had, like, imagine me with my great boyish good looks and I was just your, looking your, at someone <laughs> complimenting your blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. And they're a furry with a latex fetish. Hell yeah, uh, They're like in a gimp suit and That's shit. That's tied. Dude. Hell yeah. I was like, those are the people thirsting on your fucking <laughs> comments. Dude, I get them all. I get them all. Oh, old God. women, old men, furries and latex, normal looking people. You know what it's the least of is just normal looking straight women your age. I... No, that's not that's not necessarily true. I get a lot Bro, of normal. I'm always looking at these comments because they're hilarious. Yeah, I, I look at every one of these profiles. Normal looking people aren't commenting like the worst thirst you've ever seen on my photos. They're sliding into my DMs, and I'm like, I'm oh, good. Thanks, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. but imagine if I had my great boyish good looks and your lack of executive dysfunction disorder, I would be fucking unstoppable. Dude, a lot of dude. people say they're like, man, if I only had ten percent of your executive function, I'm yeah, like, dude, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Great. Imagine, I, I, you know, the whole I've never related to people complaining about being late or or like going to bed and waking up on time. Those things aren't hard for me. Just at all. Those are like my two biggest problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> is being... I mean, and I'm, I'm very, uh, pretty good with my money, very conservative and all that. I'm not, I don't want to say I'm good with my money because I don't want to sell, oversell myself, but I've always had. You're responsible. I've always had enough money to cover yeah. my basic needs. There yeah. was a very short brief in my life that I did not have money to cover my basic needs and that was one because the army wasn't paying me what they should have and to thank well, you for your service yeah thank you <laughs> thank you for my service please yes uh and the other reason is i you know other things that i'm not gonna blast somebody on the <laughs> podcast about <laughs> um but uh yeah but i'm i'm pretty res- like you know i don't i don't save money i just don't do it i don't know i love buying things because you know middle illness that. and i need the drip i have savings don't get me wrong i have savings um like if if i make sure i have enough that if i lose my job knock on wood that doesn't happen uh if i lose my job i can cover rent for at least two months which is nothing Compared mine, to what I'm paying in mine rent. is two years. Yeah, that's how what I always do, and you know, then everything after two years, I just invest all that. Yeah, that's fair. That's because fair. I basically have always been like, if I get fired or quit, I want to just go fuck around for a while before I get a new job. Yeah, because I realized like that's the only time that anybody ever does anything really fun for a while. Yeah, in their lives because you have to work to stay alive all the time. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty soul crushing. So I was like, well, I want to I want a lot of savings so that I can chill when I'm fired instead of being like, oh, I'm gonna I have to hustle or I'll yeah, die. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I just like I don't know. I've always I guess for... I try to literally save money every paycheck. Like have more money than I did yeah. at the end of it every single year. Dude, there was a time in my life where like. I was really good at saving money for some reason. Like I like something in my brain switched and like 
I, I would get paid. I'd get my money. I always had like six grand in my checking account, and I was or That's like good. five or six grand in my checking account. And I was like, can't go below that. And then yeah. I started school, and the army started paying my bills, and I got real loosey goosey with it. And I've never been to that point ever again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I've never recovered. So uh, I'll and I don't probably won't financially. The only way I'll ever financially have enough money to like fuck off for years and years if i just you know do if i get to the point where i Bro, you make enough make money enough and your rent you could save more money every month than i do easy easy you dick around but I so shan't. hard it's insane i shan't i like things your, and trinkets your rent is so ridiculous dude when it's i what? think of all the cool stuff you'll have when i die you'll have a nice new pc you'll have more that's monitors true. you'll have uh, a vr true. headset you'll have a podcast so board microphones yeah you'll have a ton of microphones you'll get a load of, of cameras a load of stuffed animals um half burned candles uh <laughs> this big size box of uh, i would i would cast your um your uh Frying in in resin, the whole yeah, thing. that'd be tight, dude. The whole yeah. thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I would do. I like there. That's what that is you'll, now. You'll have so many cans to recycle. Look at the money you'll get, dude. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, oh, it's this so is funny. actually secretly a gold mine in here. Don't tell I, anybody. I I had a mom who stole from her children and from her family, and she you know spent two people's amount of money and borrowed money and didn't give it back to everybody that she's ever known yeah so i grew up you know literally hiding my money yeah and then the more ways the more money i made and saved the more ways i stashed it in different ways and then i was like now nah, you can't stop me i yeah. never run out of money i have so much money <laughs> yeah i <laughs> like, see i can't relate i am like I a had depression a great era grandma yeah, for you know a burying I mean? gold in the front yard and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. i am not far from burying yeah. gold. <laughs> i'm not kidding yeah no my mom was great Every time I love pulling that card too, because it's just like a funny bit to me where people are like, "Oh, obviously I only do it with people who understand that I'm joking and not being an actual dick." But when people are like, "Yeah, my mom was the worst. She did this. She did that." I'm like, "God, that sounds terrible." My mom is great. She is the yeah, best. Yeah, your mom dude. is. Dude. She loves me. My my sister and I always talk about how we hate people who had uh, just like happy good lives. Yeah, they're like my parents never got divorced, and they're and my mom and dad are really supportive. I'm, I'm like, like, wow, good fuck? for fucking you, bud. <laughs> yeah, I after I'm like how the fuck? What is that like? Yeah, I, after after that bit, I have to make it a point and be like, listen, I have a great mom, but I did not have the best. Yeah, had a bad. I like that, and like just not the greatest upbringing. But so no. it balances it out, dude. I mean. That's I, what makes us so funny. I people are like, "Oh, how how do you think of this stuff?" I'm like, "Childhood trauma, endless childhood trauma." Wait, are you? I can't hear you. Wait, I can't hear you. Are you talking? What's happening? Wait, hold on. Well, you muted yourself. Can you hear me now? Yeah. What's I couldn't why hear can you. I hear you now. What? Uh, <laughs> where I? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Was I just not talking that entire time? Hold yeah. on, I'm losing it. I press, what about now? Yes, I oh, can hear you the whole I, time. I don't know what so, happened. No, there was a period where I couldn't hear you, and then you pressed a button, and you could hear me, but I guess you couldn't, I no, I, I couldn't hear you. I could or hear... Or no, other way around. I could hear you, but it was like coming out of a different 
I think it was coming out of the headphones that you used last time you were here, and I was. Oh. That's why I was like, I press, I like press the button on the board, and I think I just told that. You have to sp- cut that out, dude. Yeah, remind <laughs> me that of was, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah remind yeah. me because I just pressed the. I I just said an entire story without it being. What was the out. story? Yeah, what was it? Uh, genuinely, don't remember. We were talking yeah. about parents. I was like, I said, uh, I was like childhood trauma. That's what it was. Yeah, I think I was like, saying something about like. I think about if I had never had a traumatic childhood and oh. Oh, how yeah. fucking boring I would be. Hold on, let me see if I can get two Dude, I, you know, I... Say, say hi. <laughs> You're manhandling. <laughs> <laughs> see, the goal is you gotta grab her by her scruff and then pat her on the butt a lot and she'll, you know... That's, that's so funny. The go-to, dude. Uh, I agree. I think I think if my life had been easy, I have so many crazy stories because of like my horrible mother. I, I like people can't imagine yeah, living same. like that, you know. Uh, and uh, I think it's good. It's made me the man I am. Uh, yeah. It's I wouldn't do it again. No, I wouldn't no. recommend it. You know, to any other. I think maybe it would be better if you were just like a good parent. Yeah, who didn't true. I think from that's your own children. I think that's just the duality of life. Like you can't have a good childhood and be incredibly funny. Um, I mean, that's why all really rich kids are shitty. Yeah, they suck. If it's like huge wealth, like generational wealth, and you're like three generations from it, the worst people. Yeah, yeah. Literally the worst people. They have no idea what being alive is even like. They don't know what that means. Not at fucking all. Uh, Yeah, who we shouted somebody out last time, and then in that episode we Uh, didn't get to use at all. Yes. So, hold on. I'm drinking some of my uh, super chill white grape sparkling water beverage with nice. other natural flavors i should have grabbed my liquid death out of the fridge i i i saw that liquid death it, it cracks me up that you drink that shit i'm it feels it's like when when <laughs> drinking water isn't masculine enough for you <laughs> i think i think the the liquid liquid death. death i think the the more drawing factor is that it comes in a can um, that's interesting i don't know why I mean, is it flavored? Uh, flavored there, right? There's like a regular like spring water, but they also have flavored. Like have a there's mango a dead water. ass a regular spring water. Yeah, okay, acoustic shit. water. Yeah, um, and then they have the sparkling um, flavored water, which is it's really good. I like it. I, I and I think it's because it's in a can. I don't know why, uh, but it draw it draws me more closely to than bottles. That's really silly. Yeah. You're a silly guy. I know. <laughs> You're a silly guy. Uh, so we uh, had that one episode, which was so full of content yeah. and so much great conversation uh, that just shitted for no reason. Yeah. And we talked about the message that we got from uh, – wait, I have to remember if they said he might – oh, yeah, their username used to be Revenstein, and that that was on Twitch. And yeah, I remember. They'll I just remember go Revenstein. by – Sarah. Sarah? Uh, they messaged us, um, and it was kind of out of the blue, actually. She mess- and Then we were supposed to talk about it the episode after that, and then we forgot, because we didn't plan it, because it was a Lucy. Yeah, it was Lucy's, a Lucy. We didn't have really any notes Nothing's going to work right, uh, if you do a Lucy. Oh, 100%. We're, we're flying by the seat of our pants Absolutely. on Lucy's at all times. We're always well, uh, snacks every time we start. He's like, what are we going to fucking talk Yeah, about? and then and we talk for two minutes. hours, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So anyway... They said they were an OG weekly listener, which they clarified to mean like from episode two. 
of our hundred and thirty or something. Yeah, Revit Team's been around since like Twitch Live or I'm sorry, TikTok Live days. Damn. Yeah. Uh, they actually clicked through. Whoa. Yeah, they were they were they're crazy. They said they really liked this season. The story of my revenge, which was Joan de Classon, was a great story. She had said it had her pumped. Uh she also thanked us for our, our um contributions were thursdays which was really nice and gave us some ideas that we will keep secret so we can maybe pretend we came up with yeah yeah own. we will not give you credit by the way uh um, no we will we definitely will so yeah, we and for then, sure will. yeah they actually they did mention that they were they heard you talking about one of our episodes on tiktok live and so they uh stuck around ever since nice and uh oh they i thought it was uh, cool that she called us humble. I was like, we're still just poor and not yeah, successful. Yeah, so, poor I mean, that's and a great word for broke, it. Yeah. poor and fucking nobodies. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey. Uh, she also related to how terrible Eastern PEA can be. It's wonderful, but it's challenging. Every story and, you've ever told in this podcast has always been a nightmare. Nah, we did hikes. I sure I got hurt. That's not the hikes. Yeah, <laughs> those finally just closed up. They were like very deep holes on my knee. That's good. Uh, That's good. Uh, they said their their they said the fandom season was iconic. True. Uh, favorite episode of the whole show is from the catastrophe season, Victoria Hall disaster and Pepsi jet. She said something about rabid candy, loving old timey children, which I thought yeah. was so fucking funny. And you yeah. Know, you was, know, that candy was the worst there is. That was peppermints and black licorice, baby. And they were fucking like, losing it over it. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Raw dark yeah, chocolate. Yeah. Incredible yes. A hundred percent cacao chocolate. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also like the fire festival and the California flood, uh, episodes and yeah it, i thought it was a really nice message to get um you know sometimes we've been doing this for a long time and it is growing steadily but sometimes it takes too long and i'm like or maybe we're bad at this and it's nice to get messages like that i'm like okay i guess people like it the problem is cool. you started a podcast with me and hold on that's true he started a podcast with me, and I was I mean, told you by started a podcast with that is me. true. I did start a podcast with you, uh, and I was told by a very wise uh, Thai tarot reader lady that I will get where I'm going, where I want to be, but it's going to take a while. So uh-huh. uh, you didn't get somebody who was on the fast track to su- success. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't. You're, you're getting there. Yeah, it's it t- all it steady takes, growing. It takes time. I mean, you've this- basically never stagnated your internet pres- presence yeah. something one Something's aspect always of it growing. is usually growing yeah there so you know we're you're getting there you get you worked with disney remember it's true i did work with disney um, you're legit and more proof that we will say any shit about any company yeah still ask us to work with them well that's we'll still ask us to work with them that's probably because nobody knows about our podcast uh i mean well, so what they're not gonna what are they gonna go listen to all of our episodes and figure know, out if dude. we said something bad about their company they wouldn't have to listen long uh no. every other episode it's shitting on this and that <laughs> it's not my fault there's only three companies dude i want to see fucking speaking of what what, were you what do you got i said oh, I, I was gonna i was gonna gab about the 
fucking Elon Musk uh, fight bullshit. Dude. I was literally about to say the exact same thing. Oh my god. <laughs> I was literally about to be like, man, I really want to watch uh, Mark Zuckerberg beat up Elon Musk. <laughs> I just, dude, he is like, I can't even stand how fucking cringe he's being and I'm like, please, someone convince him that he's cringe yeah please or at least fucking talk him up big enough that he'll get in the octagon with mark zuckerberg yeah such a little stop being a little fucking pussy baby and he's like oh i'll totally beat his ass i'm like you're such a loser for doing this dude you won't twitter fingers brother go fight yeah my boy you are built like a fucking he's like oh it's my (laughs) surgery dude when when the zuck came out and was like i think it's time we all agree that elon's not serious yeah i was was like, like dude called his ass out and i just i just like for people who are like talking about how elon musk could take mark zuckerberg i'm like bro elon musk is built like a seven-year-old who's invisible in a chocolate factory there's no fucking way dude like a motherfucking old 50s fridge built like a standing bowl yeah yeah (laughs) a box of mayonnaise if you will there's no way that dude's gonna beat up mark zuckerberg it's like a plastic bag of milk you know what i mean yeah, exactly. So it's like no way. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg has a six pack. My God, yeah, he's <laughs> and he fucking actually he throw com- a, Yeah, he fights. Yeah, he, he does competes all in shit. tournaments and shit, I, dude. And like seeing Zuckerberg post on threads is really weird to me because I it I is. have this it, image in he's my never mind. Never really of, done this. No, before. he hasn't. So I have this image in my mind that he's like this like. Uh, being who doesn't post on any social media and is just a presence in the universe and like yeah. seeing him be a human and be like listen guys it's not gonna happen he's gonna make a lot of excuses what i was like dude i didn't know mark zuckerberg had a personality no yeah. i was like oh he's so much more reasonable than i thought i sometimes forget i have to remind myself that richard from silicon valley is not actually yeah, mark zuckerberg that's fair i have completely replaced whatever <laughs> i know about what little i know about mark zuckerberg's personality yeah is with richard from silicon valley and so i'm like well um, i always said to myself like no nah, he yeah he could be totally different yeah than that. I don't know. I, I, if given the opportunity i would hang out with mark zuckerberg only to know what his personality is like i'm like you absolutely. are you are just A like million, this Go what ahead. amount of money would you turn down instead of the opportunity like what's your you know what's your you know that whole thing they're like what a million dollars or dinner with jay-z or something you know you're like fucking million dollars but like what's the lowest like actually i'll I'll do i'll go to dinner with mark zuckerberg oh man it had to i honestly my want is not that bad it's like really yeah it's not a thousand dollars you would rather have a thousand dollars or meet mark zuckerberg I have, I don't know, man. I feel like I'd rather have a thousand dollars. I feel like at your point in your internet career, you should probably just go ahead and meet Mark. Zuckerberg, you, <laughs> you know what? Guy. You're right. <laughs> in, in oh my, my god! In my head scenario, I wasn't like an internet person. I was just a guy. So uh, I was no, like, you're, yeah. you're real. Yo, you're absolutely real. So, yeah. Like, I think you definitely benefit, Cause especially if you're like Mark. Put put your finger on one of the buttons. Yeah, dude, yeah. Let's Just see. Tip the scale a little bit. <laughs> help over a, help a brother out. Come on. This point, is now point some of the algos my direction. Yeah, this you know is now a uh, Twilight and Mark Zucker sympathizer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just want to like but, 
what if like you hang out with him he's like the coolest dude ever he, like i, I couldn't I say would, that about it would you, be good for me to yeah, experience something it would like be great that. yeah i'd like just be right all the time it would shatter my worldview of everything like it would I, like i couldn't sit there and be like i couldn't sit there with a straight face and be like what if you hang out with elon musk and he's cooler than you thought he was that's he's, not gonna happen like <laughs> i was gonna say my example is gonna be like there if if uh jeff bezos was cool i'd be like no he fucking isn't yeah. fake as hell yeah. you know mark zuckerberg i'd be like Oh, maybe he's a cool guy. But no matter what Jeff Bezos does, except for giving me a lot of money, I'd be like, this guy's a <laughs> fucking liar. No way. Mark yeah, Zuckerberg Elon Elon would honestly be like horrible to hang out with. It would be horrible. I don't think he's smart at all. I think I would like embarrass that dude. It would not be fun to hang out with him. I feel like if you hang it, well, I don't know. I'm not saying this because I think this is how he is, but I'm saying this as just like a general like if you hang out with smart people a lot, you by proxy you got to pick something up. Like no. I'm not saying that it's like look how he runs Twitter. He's yeah. clearly so stupid. That's fair. I mean, sorry, X. Yeah, I, I was talking yeah. about some random bullshit. <laughs> yeah. X. Uh, dude, the stupidest man alive. What company? Like tweet is in the dictionary, and he's like, I'm blowing that shit yeah. away. Yeah, I don't Jesus want any Christ. brand recognition. <laughs> it's like Kleenex changing its name. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> It's so stupid. Yeah, I wanna. I would also like to just be a fly on on the wall for those conversations where he's Plus, like, he's uh, in the boardroom. He's like, it's gonna be X now, and everyone's like, dude, oh my god, all right, I guess. The marketing team's like, we yeah quit. Yeah, we fuck quit. it. That's ridiculous. Uh, like, but we know every time he tries to be all technical, everyone's like, no, you're stupid. Yeah. That's wrong. You're an idiot. Every time he's ever done it, he's done it with with rockets. With anything on uh, programming, uh, anything about engineering, the fucking children trapped in a cave. Yeah. Just useless, stupid, moron bullshit. But Zuck, he might be all right. He might be all right. He might be an all right dude. I will, I'll go on record to say the Zuck, you know, I'm not going to. It's really interesting to see him come out of his shell. I feel like it only happened because he got himself a six pack. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm ready. I People think have seen me shirtless and I look cool. I'm going to start talking shit on the internet. A six-pack and started training in the jits. People were like, all right, yeah. Zuckerberg, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're relatable. Yeah. It's like, it's like... Zuckerberg, you know, wow, you made Facebook, you have billions, yeah, fucking, cool. Fuck but, you, nerd. And then he can beat my ass? I'm like, okay, okay wow. all right. There's, wow. some, there's some kind of, like, deep primal masculine it's thing true. about that where it's like, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's true. It's a real thing. That's why I know, that's why I don't, I could never respect Elon, because despite his horrible personality everything, he, I could still keep Yeah, it's like, I could still beat I you in a fight. beat the shit out of him, yeah. And then, then there's the... He's like, I'm a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't mean anything. That means nothing. <laughs> Literally so nothing. A, not a goddamn thing. I guess if you fall on me, I might be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just avoid that, I guess. Mm. What else is new? Um, I finished that book about the about Ken McElroy in Broad <laughs> oh, Daylight. Yeah, I finally yeah, yeah. read the correct one. We did talk about that a little bit yesterday, yeah. but yeah, I finally finished that book. If anybody wants to read it, it's so fucking good. It's written very well. Um, I it's it's very frustrating. It's a really frustrating book. Um, and well, really, my kind of my takeaway from the end of it was the media coverage of the whole story after he had been killed was horrible. 
and they were just like wrong and they just like the new york times would just make shit up and i was like this is crazy that's crazy i'm like god damn you know like what who the fuck do i believe anymore yeah that's fair you know because this guy did a really good investigative look at the whole story and it's like so different from how it's covered by the news it's like come on damn fucking they really like after so that dude so he he sexually assaulted children he stole cattle and uh, and and pigs and he shot people's dogs and he shot men and he kept getting away with it and no one ever did anything about it and at the end and so finally some dudes decided to shoot them in front of the whole town the whole town wasn't planning to shoot that guy yeah but just just three dudes were and i mean which is you know kind of a brutal thing to do to everybody uh like in front of everybody yeah and um the the news was like the whole town planned to do this i'm like wow hey well that's a more sensational story than than oh absolutely yeah plus they were they just would they didn't do any research on his like past so they were just like a hog farmer yeah they just killed a man i was like whoa yeah he's a little a little more than a man yeah, I was like, he abducted a girl and made her be sister wives with someone, which she didn't want to do, and burned her parents' house down to force them to sign the marriage consent when she was only fifteen. And he got away with it. Yeah, Everybody nothing happened to him. Happened. Yeah. That's insane. Oh man, Dude. insane. We got it. Look, we've made some progress. You read that book, and you, and that's something that was a big takeaway for me. I was like, this shit would never fly again yeah this no. is that period of time is gone because it's from it really takes place from like the 60s through 1981 and like that's so for it, that whole kind universe yeah now. for that kind of justice to happen again it would have to be a very very small like southern town i just don't even think anyone could do as much as he did oh as much uh, as he didn't know absolutely yeah. not yeah no because like my neighbor he he was like pretty much pushed it as far as he could with the police in, in the modern day and age and he got away with a lot to his credit but i mean it, then he went to prison yeah <laughs> again so it's like you know he blew it I, like, yeah and, and he didn't do anything nearly as terrible as this uh he actually got caught because he shot uh, someone's house. He shot their house with a gun, and he's a felon, obviously. Yeah, it's like so, a- like that's pretty bad. But in in the book, that dude shot like six people's houses. I'm not even yeah. <laughs> the that old southern drive by. It's crazy when the police became um, militarized. They stopped taking people's constant shit and just started abusing everybody. So yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, but that's true. If if someone was like they had a gun. The police are going to show up with a fucking yeah, attack a tank. helicopter. Yeah, you know? the, like, yeah, literally. Any inkling of a firearm and, like, the whole police force is showing up. But, yeah, back then they were like, well, I don't want to go near him. He has yeah, a gun. He's got a gun. Like, what? You're the police, That's bitch. your fucking job. Hashtag your body police. Like a shit Sorry. gun. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, it was crazy. It's crazy. There was so such a long time where you, you could outgun the police. Uh-huh. Now. Them's were the Good days. Old days. <laughs> Good old days. Uh, I'm. Uh, how many hours am I in my thanks book? Thanks a lot, Obama. Yeah, thanks a lot, Obama. Obama actually did give a lot of military surplus to the police. Yeah, it's a fucking problem. Uh, yeah, not great. Not, not great. great. Well, dude, I saw the fucking D.C. police shooting tear gas. The D.C. police shooting tear gas 
with a fucking EOTech XPS on their tear gas tube. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? First of all, not made for grenade launchers yeah. anyway. And I was like, $600 optic on your tear gas launcher? Yeah, are you why not, dude? Me? Fucking- it doesn't even matter for that device? What the yeah. fuck? That what the fuck? You're not you're not looking through an optic to shoot fucking tear gas into. Uh, you shouldn't yeah, be because yeah. that's what you're pointing it at yeah. someone, dude. I was like, what? It's I an area they weapon. all had them. There was a bunch of them. I was like, there's fucking five grain of useless optics. So they're literally pretending. They're like they're like, look how cool. We yeah, <laughs> cosplay. <clears throat> I've got seven hours left of death. Death's in. Oh hell yeah! Oh really? Yeah. How long was the whole thing? Uh, let me look. Let's see. Like 28 or more, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it like was. A it, yeah, no. What's going on in the story right now? So, right now. Um, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. So, right now. Spoilers. Uh, so, Chun Shi had her discussion with uh, the dude who they sent the brain into the cosmos um, for the staircase project. She has her conversation and. They're like, okay, because backstory, they sent this guy's brain into the cosmos to meet with the aliens and talk with them, and they thought the project was lost because there was a malfunction, but the aliens ended up getting his brain and gave him a new body, and he's which like... Is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, so he's like... It's cool. I, I really like that. That's something I like. I mean, I guess that's sci-fi is just like fantasy in that regard, but I'm like... Man, fucking anything could happen. Yeah, that's anything. crazy shit. Anything, you know? Dude. Yeah, it's um, so cool. So the aliens are like, "All right, girl boss, you can talk to him, but we get to monitor the conversation. You're gonna be in this little spacecraft, and you're gonna go over here, and there's gonna be three lights in the spacecraft: red, green, and yellow. And if the green light is on, that means you're doing good. This is good conversation, and you can talk about this. If the yellow light comes on, it means you're fucking tread lightly, bitch, because we're not liking dude. that. And then if the I red know. light comes on, there is a nutri there is a, a hypothermic bomb in the spaceship that'll just detonate and she's like okay yeah sounds good um so she starts talking to this dude and he's like they're like he she sees he's in like a a a farm and there's like pipes in the back and everything like that and he's like oh yeah this is made the soil is made for meteorites and the yellow light comes on and they're like all right we're not talking about that ends up telling her a bunch of like stories from when they were kids but they met in college and it happened to be the stories were just uh, clever ruses for yeah. uh, curvature propulsion, which is how you yeah, get yeah. to the speed of light and become, you know, navigate the cosmos. Dude, the whole, like, how you, you t- it talks about, like, basically how they need to defend themselves like how how you can yeah indicate. so so there so the the whole idea we talked about the dark force you know theory a couple episodes ago where it's like the the universe is teeming with life but it's like a dark force and everybody's hiding because you know you are no you don't want to be yeah anybody. you don't want to be found to compete resources <laughs> yeah. are finite you will have to compete yeah you just want to be hidden and it's easier for an advanced civilization to just blow your planet up than to worry about you advancing technological wise so um so they figured out that a way they could protect themselves is to um basically broadcast to the universe that they are a safe world they are safe yeah one of the theories of doing that was to slow down the speed of light so um slow down slow down the speed of light and basically that means 
if they ever were to try to leave the solar system, it would take them forever to get out. So a, a, a passing civilization would be like, oh, okay, look at those fucking boners. They can't even leave their own solar system. See you later. <laughs> so at the point I'm at right now, um, he told her all the children's stories that were an elaborate ruse. They did that, and then we got to the bunker era where they've got space cities now. Chun Chi gives the entire company over to Wade, which is when crazy. Behind the gas giants, right? That's where they built the space. Yeah, cities. yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is awesome. It's crazy. I love that. Super sick. So cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, and they made they made fucking light speed travel illegal. Yeah. Like, so that's escaping. Yeah. Off. Well, they they it wasn't so much as that they made it illegal because like the whole escapism was a big thing for a while and then it kind of got to the point where they were like light speed travel is banned not just because it's escapism but mainly because you light speed travel leaves traces in the universe so like there's like a, if you travel at light speed people will be able to see it so oh, yeah it puts the yeah earth. it yeah. puts the earth at risk of being found and so Chun Shi gives Wade her entire company, the Halo company, which is if you don't, I don't think we talked about him, but he's a guy who fucking literally tried to like kill her, um, shot know. her like three times, and so he and he's just a stone cold fucker. He like they got into the little dinghy as they were testing the hiding behind Jupiter to uh, rescue yourself from uh, uh, the Earth being exploded. Yeah, and he gets in the dinghy and he is like, "You're gonna give me your company, everything you own, and all of your authority and power because you do not have what it takes to do what we need to do." And Dude. so Chung, she's like, "I'll think about it." And she goes, to her, <laughs> she goes to her assistant, who's this gal named AA, and is a motherfucking real one, dude. dude. Wait, in the audiobook, do they call her AA? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They're capital. It's yeah, capital. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, her name is IAA, um, and so she she's a motherfucking everyone needs a friend like ia like in the book the advanced warning system for a photon strike that would destroy the world goes off it's a false alarm but it happens and everyone thinks it's real so they get in their ships and they're trying to fly away and everybody's got to wait their turn to get on the launch pad because if they don't they'll destroy the space station the the liftoff area because you know it's a lot of heat and shit and ships start fucking lifting off without proper clearance oh and, dude. and yeah, like that's... burns like thousands of people to that a crisp scene was, that was awful and, but but um <clears throat> a is like we got to take off now and she's like no we're not doing it we're not killing people and a is like fine if the other ships around us take off that's an issue and if we can't take off fuck them they can't take off and she picks up a fucking rifle and walks outside and just shoots the wings Isn't of their the ships best? dude i was like damn Baller fucking move, my guy. We're all crabs yeah, in this bucket. Yeah, bitch. yeah, <laughs> dude. Absolute hard move. And so, um, but anyways, Chunk, she's like, all right, well, let me talk, think about it. And she goes to A and is like, hey, the guy that tried to kill me wants our company. And A is like, give it to him. And she's like, Absolutely, oh, I thought yeah, you were weird. like going to be against this. She's like, no, no, no. He's right. You don't have what it takes. Like, you're too, you just don't, like, it's not a bad thing. You just don't have the, the coldness. You're just not a killer. Yeah, exactly. You're not a killer. You don't have not the coldness killer. to fucking, to do what we need to do. And I don't know if I have the coldness for some of the stuff in the, in yeah, the series. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like burning, like like the, the shooting each other in space thing immediately. 
I don't know if I'd. Dude, I yeah, do I don't that. know if I could have pulled I'm the like, trigger. I don't on, know. Like, Maybe we should wait a little. Yeah, little like yeah. immediately as soon as. And I, but I get it though. Like I think if the uh, given those circumstances, because the circumstances of the situation was no, no, they were they weren't wrong. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just an example. I'm like, man, I, I don't get know it. if I could have done it. I, I feel like under the circumstances, I might be able to make that call. But it was literally like. They just watched the entirety of Earth's space fleet get destroyed in a matter of seconds, and they believe the Earth had fallen. So they were just like, we're fucked if we don't do yeah. this. So they blew up their friends to take their supplies. But uh, A is like, yeah, give them the company. And she's like, oh. And she's like, yeah, you ain't got what it takes. So chung tells Wade, is like, I will give you everything you want, but I have the authority to take it back anytime. Anytime I feel like you're overstepping a line, I will take back my power. And he's like, yeah, perfect. And Wade's the kind of guy that is like a fucker. They call him a devil in the book because he is the devil. Uh, But he's also like an honest devil. Like if he says he's going to do something, he fucking does something. And he proves that point because Chung Shi goes into hibernation and she gets woken up early. Um, and she think because the deal was she's going to go over into hibernation until they can achieve curvature spaceflight. And she gets woken up early, and she's like, what's going on? And she goes to the Halo City. The company created its own city, and it's being blockaded by basically Earth's army. And um, Wade's like, yeah, we created propulsion, you know, space flight, but they don't want us to, obviously. Uh, And we're willing to negotiate them letting us go, like, a 1,000 AU uh, away from the Earth to test this. Uh, And if they don't, though, we have something for their ass. And a bunch of soldiers come out, and they've got, like anti-grain fucking bullets uh wrapped around them that's basically like these bullets can decimate a a a stellar class yeah a stellar class spaceship and uh she's like no you're not killing you're not killing people to get what we want it's not happening disarm i take my power back you're done and he does he's like all right yeah everybody disarm put your bullets down put your guns down and he gets put in prison, and then he gets executed by a giant laser that fucking fries him in a tenth of a millisecond. I was like, damn, that's crazy. I was like, not necessary. Yeah, yeah, uh, super unnecessary. Yeah. Egregious waste. Yeah, to exactly. Be- uh, especially I'll talk about how you, the whole euthanasia thing was a, was around for a while. Like, just do that. You don't have to blast him with a laser, but I get it, Jesus whatever. Christ, yeah. But that's where I'm at where... Um, he he gets executed and she's just kind of like and then the government i think seizes her her company um which i would be a little upset about i'd be a little okay upset okay about that. Yeah. all right i see where you're at yeah. so you're still kind of in the middle of the bunker era yeah before. yeah the bunker era um so i don't Man. know it's it's good I, right I yeah it's great i don't know where i don't i don't know where it's going to go like i, I i'm like how you is don't. this going to end like how did you ever watch 2001 no, I haven't. You I really got to do it before you get to the galaxy era of uh, this book. Oh, the galaxy area. That's interesting. That's yeah. That's I mean, that's in the yeah. Index, so it wasn't a spoiler. The uh, this book is kind of how I feel about Outer Wilds. Like I wish I could read it for yeah. the first time, and I wish I could play Outer Wilds for the first time. Yeah, again. I, I know. Exactly. Yeah, again and again and again. Especially the end of that book is Dude. how I feel. Okay. Yeah. So that's why you need to watch two thousand one. Okay. Before okay. You, uh, before you finish it. How how long we've been gabbing a long time? We're probably gonna fifty minutes, dude. That's long. That is a long time. Oh, I uh, okay. I think you can't gab. I'll, I'll mention it, but do you see the shit that's going on in Merriam, Kansas? 
Yeah, the fucking yeah. police raided the newspaper. They raided the newspaper. They cover the DUI. And then raided that, lady. raided that guy's house, and his fucking 98-year-old mom died the next day from, like, yeah, distress or whatever. Yeah, because all devices were turned off because they, they blocked her internet. Dude, it, like... Uh, that, that terrorist. Dude's, that dude's gonna the get fucking paid. Terrorist. And the judge who approved the warrant had Just a bunch of bunch of DUIs. DUIs. Yeah. Oh my god. Kansas, bro. brother. Shout out. Oh, and the chief of police that did that raid. Uh, the whole thing was they had a story about him that they weren't going to publish because he got that he was he's like a brand new chief of police in Merriam, like a couple months, and. When he got the job, a bunch of his fellow officers from Kansas City, where he came from, called and was like, hey, you should watch out for that guy because he has a bunch of sexual assault allegations and he was about to get fired from the police force here. That's why he moved there. I was like, damn. But the oh newspaper my. wasn't going to run that story because they were like, we don't have, like, they all wanted to be anonymous, which understandable. But they were like, sure. we, we just don't have, like, we can't publish a story with anonymous constant anonymous sources but now he's got all those names of the people they gave the stuff back which is a solid move but the he net he they seized it all so he if he i don't know if he did he but if he it. wanted to he could look he looked through it and knows Absolutely. who tattled damn yeah. that's scary yeah it's crazy well we probably haven't heard the last of his story no fuck no that town's about to be broke paying out the lawsuit that because you know, every time a police officer gets in trouble, the citizens pay for it. Because yeah, there's no there's no accountability in Amer- American policing anymore. No, ever. there never has been. But like even more so now. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, <laughs> who goes? Never has been. Never has been. Who goes first? I mean, last one we did is Lucy. So me, I go first. All right, I do fuck it. yeah, that works. I called it. <laughs> you got your ESG. You got your wets. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So remember, we have to pretend to be excited uh, if we were, don't rem- if we remember some of these facts because we have yeah we have this we before. have done this episode but, before. Uh, I am always intoxicated while we record the podcast, fair. and so I didn't, and maybe I've forgotten some of it. Uh, so it'll be good. I'm glad we're covering them because they were really good stories. So I am going back to the 1800s because Civil War stories kind of kick ass uh i found sure. out there's a lot of good civil war stories yeah a lot of there's good civil war stories tons of them so um i'm gonna cover the story of robert smalls which a lot of people have probably heard a little bit about but i'm gonna go into greater and better detail because that's what the service of this podcast provides for you guys yeah so uh he's born in 1839 uh to a mother named lydia polite an enslaved woman in beaufort south carolina Typical for the time, she gave birth to him outside behind the cabin uh, on the owner's property. He grew up in what's now called Gullah Country, which is a lowland section of the Carolinas, like, through Florida. And uh, this is the area that the time that was, like, for a long time, pretty much mostly just slaves. Uh, like, a dozen to one slaves to not slaves uh, ratio. And so the area was full of people from Central and West Africa that for the most part got to maintain their cultural identity. I mean, not for the most part, yeah, but yeah. a lot more rather than in, in slavery. Uh, they got to maintain their cultural identity and they had kind of their own English Creole. They were separated from a lot of white people in America. So the benefits to that, there's some benefits yeah. at the time. Uh, but his mother had grown up working the fields. That's as, that's as far as all of the benefits of being slave goes at the time. That's that's the best that they had was it wasn't the worst 
place in all of America yeah. to be a slave. So, not the best. But the area was, at the time, um, a lot of agriculture, and his mother had grown up working the fields, but by his birth, he had, uh, she had been moved to the house. The owner, Henry McKee, for some reason, had taken a particular liking to old Robert and kept him in the house as well. Um, I say some because there's also no record of who Robert Small's father is, and the white owner gives a shit about him and his mom and puts yeah. him in the house. Yeah. Probably could figure out how that one worked out. So, But Robert's mom didn't want Robert to think that the black slaves' lives weren't the worst, so she asked him to work the fields so that he would witness whippings. So, like, she specifically told the guy, like, let him see a whipping, which I was like, Jesus That's Christ. brutal, but... It's such a pragmatic man. mom thing to do. So, <laughs> so mom... So, uh, when he was 12, Robert's mother asked him to be sent to Charleston to work as a laborer. And it was there that he was paid 16 whole dollars a week. Damn. And every week he was allowed to keep one single dollar of it. Damn. So, yeah, I mean, you know, he was got paid, but uh, he got to work as a rigger, a longshoreman, uh, a wheelsman, which is a title for uh, black helmsmen, because legally they could not be helmsmen because... They can't let black people do anything cool, I guess. Yeah, that's a threat uh, and, to society back then, dude. Yeah, I mean, and you know, he had all these jobs. He's going to be in Charleston. He's going to get on the docks, and he worked all these shore ships, and he ended up being very familiar with pretty much every step of all of it. Yeah, he worked every job he could, and uh, was also became very familiar with Charleston Harbor. At 17, he gets himself married, because uh, uh, as any man in the 1800s would, he's almost middle-aged yeah, at this that point. late, huh? I f- you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, her name was Hannah Jones. She herself was also enslaved, uh, a hotel maid, and she was five years older than him. Gang, awesome, love it, we yeah. love it, we love the cougars. <laughs> uh, and uh, she also had two kids. They got married the day before Christmas in 1856, and they have their own daughter together uh, only a couple years later. They also had a son named Robert Jr., who died at two. There's always going to be a dead baby in these stories. Naturally. Unavoidable. Yeah, unavoidable. Babies don't live long nope. in the wild, you nope. know. Anyway, Robert was saving money to free his child, which at the time meant buying it. And uh, at this point, he had saved $100 out of the 800 that would be necessary which would be uh the equivalent of twenty six thousand dollars to buy his child that's fucking you think you insane. could whip up 26 grand right now fuck no dude how long you think that'd take you if i'm like trying a hundred percent 26 grand oh man yeah maybe like that's a lot that is a lot of like a couple of years, like years at least like i mean with your side hustles and everything well yeah, I, i'm not probably. gonna i'm not gonna put it under a year like i, I would say two years at the least two and, yeah, that, and that's yeah. me side hustling as soon as I get off work, doing everything I can, selling feet picks, selling hog picks, yeah. everything. I mean, if you really did start selling, Dude, if I hog started selling picks, hog picks, you might I, might accelerate. Yeah, this. I think I, I think I could actually. If um, you just like had a, a different Insta and OnlyFans Insta and everything, and and just started doing that, I mean, that'd be a few grand. Yeah, that's I true. Bet. You know, what? you're right about that. So I don't don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Gotta get them hogs uh, out there, dude. That hog. But uh, if you've been listening to this season, you probably figured out that the Civil War was going to be a major part of Robert Small's life. He was a slave in the 1860s. It's obviously going to affect him. 
pretty much everything in your life was affected by the Civil War. Uh, the Civil War also literally began with the Battle of Fort Sumter in Charleston Harbor in 1861, but everybody already knows that. Yeah. Is, yeah. Everyone I'm talking who, to a bunch of Civil War experts. I was about to say, everyone who listens to this podcast is a real civil head, you know what I'm saying? Yo, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, I'll write that down. I bet there's a good one. Uh, one of that fandoms group, they'd be a good one. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the Confederates are so desperate for manpower that they assigned Smalls to steer a military transport steamer called the CSS Planter. He piloted the ship all over the Charleston Harbor, local rivers, and down the coast all the way to Florida, surveying waterways, making deliveries, laying mines, often in sight of the Federal blockade ships just outside the harbor. He steamboat willied his way around, looking just happy as a clam to be a soldier in the war to maintain his own slavery, but he was actually working with other enslaved crew members to plan an escape. So, um, May 12th of 1862, they stop at a Confederate post on the Stono River to pick up some guns and firewood, and then they dock it at the wharf like they always do. And then three Confederate officers go ashore, leaving the crew in charge of the ship because they were just positive that the crew wanted to stay there yeah. forever. They love being yeah. slaves. They would never do anything like that to us. I don't know what this war's even about. What are they so mad? <laughs> Look at these guys. They're happy as what hell. Is this about our rights? Yeah. <laughs> So, Small specifically asked the captain if the crew's families were allowed to visit, which did happen from time to time, and like any merciful slaver, he said, sure, as long as they're gone by curfew. So, the family shows up, and Small spills the beans to the family, because he hadn't told anybody that he was planning for them to escape slavery Surprise, tonight. motherfuckers! <laughs> uh, so, um, the... His own wife had known that he had wanted to escape, but she herself had no idea that he'd made real plans. Uh, she was a bit shocked at first, but eventually said, It is a risk, dear, but you and I and our little ones must be free. I will go for where you die, I will die. Nice. It's the most awesome or fucking ride or die shit. Hard. Uh, I wondered if they doctored that a little bit. <laughs> she may have been like, uh uh-uh. a little i don't know but it was nice uh so the other women were a little less stoic they started panicking and crying immediately and and i mean sure yeah that's insane your whole life's about to change and you might die yeah uh, yeah that's enough to make you go in a little panic mode uh the husband's like (laughs) Uh, eventually though they became opportunity for the uh or excited about the opportunity to be free so some of the crew conspicuously escorts their families back home, but actually turns around and hides in a different steamer. And around 3 in the morning, Smalls and seven of the eight crewmen, because there was one single enslaved crewman that he didn't trust on the ship. And I'm like, man, that guy Heck, yeah, probably that felt dude. like a real prick yeah, yeah. after this. <laughs> what did you do, my boy? Like I, You son of a bitch, yeah. dude. Uh, they, seven of the eight crewmen sail the planter over to the steamer, they grabbed the families, and they made their way out of the harbor toward the Union blockade. This meant that they had to go directly towards Fort, uh, next to Fort Sumter, the most heavily armed Confederate fort, manned by some of its most experienced buttfuckers, uh, cousins, sexers, as yeah, they're called. as you do, and, as you call uh, them. everyone but Robert started crying and shitting as they're past. They're like, this is, this is it. We're done skis. Yeah. As they got closer, some of the crew were like, bro, don't get close to the ship. Just angle away mis- suspiciously. And he's like, well, that would be a really suspicious thing to do. Yeah. I will, they will immediately fire on us. So he sails it true and slow, matches the hand signs, throws up his gang, and uh, the the challenge signal passes, and he goes undisturbed. Nice. After the ship made out of the gun range, he turns it 
immediately to the left. <laughs> going to whip goes, this thing around real quick. <laughs> goes straight to the Union fleet instead of following the coast, which the fort was like, wait, yeah, what, like, what the hell's that boy doing? Uh, they were nearly fired upon by Union ships until a crew member spotted their white flag, which was a, like, a soap. They used soap on the side of the the wood to make it a, like a white square i'm like, like i cannot believe yeah that worked. <laughs> kinda like there's like a, not a sheet that you could have grabbed not or like anything that you could <laughs> jesus christ so uh that but like they literally spot that thing as they're about to get blasted they stop it um and it was sunrise so that was what the only reason they were able to make that work Robert Smalls greets the crew with a good morning, sire. I've brought you some of the old United States guns, because uh, the ship had some of the old guns that they'd stolen. Nice. And the ammo and the guns in the ship were cool, but the really big deal was the captain's code book and a map of the mines on Charleston Harbor, as, which I don't really believe any map of any minefield, no. first of all. That's not real. No. It isn't real at all. Uh, but as well as Robert Smalls' encyclopedic knowledge of the waterways in the area. Smalls had great intel, told the Union there were only a few thousand Confederates in the area, which they didn't realize that they thought there were tons more. Um, and they also learned that the island that Smalls had stopped at previously was undefended, so in less than a week after escape, the Union seized the island and several artillery batteries without even a fight. Nice. He was hailed a hero in the North, and he and his crew were awarded prize money for the ship and information. Smalls netted $1,500 at the time, or the equivalent to $44,000. Now, it's just not bad. Not that's bad. A chunk of change. That's a, I was about to say I, that's I, a good chunk of change. I, you can get yourself started with forty-four grand in, in your the Civil War. You can get yourself started and ended with forty-four oh, grand in your yeah, pocket. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was invited to New York to fundraise for other freedmen. The but the Union Admiral was like Smalls is going to be a sailor now. Yeah. Uh, but someone else was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take him. We're going to go to the president. We're going to lobby him to permit black men and freed slaves to fight for the Union, which they soon did after. Because that was a big point of contention. They didn't want to, like, make the South mad by using slaves. Why, bro? What the fuck are you talking about? Who do you think is going to fight the hardest, my dude? Uh, Dude, and they did. Yeah. they were, they did. <laughs> uh, they, and so they, because of that, Smalls engaged in his own recruiting efforts, personally recruited over 5,000 soldiers. Smalls then worked as a, a civilian for the army, kind of, and was present at 17 major battles in a variety of different vessels. At one point, he was even in charge of an ironclad, which is badass. That's, That's fucking, fucking insane that he went from like, steaming around yeah. in a little wood ship to like a full top of the line like metal battleship that's, that's, that's a battleship right there uh, he took part in the attack on Fort Sumter in April of 1863 and the ship was hit 96 times Damn. before they decided to give it a rest yeah they were like alright uh, the, they they limped back home. It uh, a small wave hit it and it sunk. <laughs> like, okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> the limit was a hundred, so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we got our money's worth out of that. Yeah. One, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another time when he was the piloting the planter because he got to p- patter around in his ship again, the Confederate batteries started shooting at him. The captain was a puss puss and he fled. The pilot house to go hide in the fucking coal uh, coal shed, and it's like, 
You're, you're on the, the ship boat, still. Yeah, you what do you mean? Dude? In you, the river down you down. might as well do your job. <laughs> but Smalls was like, I am a freed slave. I'm not absolutely not going to get captured. Yeah. Another point to having freed slaves uh, being in your military. And uh, so he piloted it to safety under intense artillery fire and was promptly promoted to captain. Nice. It, it, we'll get into the rank stuff. Nice. So in 1864... Uh, he was given a delegate in the RNC, the RNC in Baltimore until he took the planter to Philly, where it was overhauled, and then he was taught to read, which is cool. Hell yeah. While there, he was riding a streetcar when he was ordered to move for a white person, so he stepped off instead of riding the crowded section. And the incident was widely reported on because he was a hero. Yeah. And uh, he that specific incident was cited in legislation that integrated the streetcar and public transportation in Philly in 1867. Nice. Which is more progressive than i even realized yeah that's kind of yeah. cool um so of course after uh his service there was a bunch of fuck fuck games about how he wasn't a real captain or his commission didn't count but then he was listed retired but they stopped that because he was black but in 1897 he was finally given a navy captain pension although that is a full 30 years after yeah. the civil war uh, it was also discovered that he would absolutely ripped off about the ship that he turned over the planter. The ship back then was back then was worth sixty grand. Like he, so he should have gotten ten times yeah. the amount of money that he got. He was eventually given another disbursement of five thousand dollars in the year nineteen hundred, but by then that was actually less money than it was than the first time he got paid. Damn, it took dude. so yeah. fucking long. I was like, dude, what a bunch of ass. Dude, if America knows but anything, baby, it's something. how to fuck over marginalized communities. That's they, absolutely yeah, That's true. the bread yeah. and butter of America. Yeah, no, absolutely. We have to make um, some white asshole a little bit richer. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. 5, 000, Always. Let me see what $5,000. I didn't do the conversion on that one. Uh, oh, no. $5,000. That's... that's has the same buying power as $155,000 now. $5,000 does? Yeah. Really? What? I mean, that's what they said. When I was reading about it, they said that it was less. I don't know. The calc seems like it's a lot of money. I, I mean, mean he, he did okay. I mean, he got some money. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he, the I think the point is, the point is it is like it 30 years he, late. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, a big part. Yeah. Uh, we were already about to get in a new war. Yeah. For- <laughs> uh, my favorite part of the story is after the war, he went straight back to Beaufort and bought his former master's house because the feds had seized it, which nice. is awesome. That's hard. I, I get that it would be awesome to do. I would also think if I was like whipped there, I wouldn't want to live there. But yeah. you know, there's something to reclaiming I, it. For yeah, I'm sh- it's like an empowerment thing. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like my entire family was kept captive here you know for generations probably um yes. and now it'll never happen again and it's that's it used true. to be filled yeah. with hate and now it's filled with love you know what i'm saying uh the owner tried to sue for it back they told him go fuck yourself yeah, uh, squares, which, baby. which was actually a case precedent in the future for many of these situations the fed seizing a piece of shit's house and then a, a someone buying it and then they were like i went in bed yeah and the feds were like, Eat you, ass. we already said no yeah so uh then uh his mom moved in with him lived out her days there awesome he also allowed the master's wife to live there in her elderly days which i thought was really interesting that's crazy 
That is, I know. I, I, very complicated relationship. I, I'm, you know, I'm sure he was a horrible husband. Yeah, you know, I know. Like, yeah, I bet she was like a nice lady. Like, uh, yeah, a, a nice lady that's just like, I don't know, man. It's one of those things. Maybe of like, she didn't have anything to do with it. I mean, any, you know, was raping slaves. So yeah. like, she probably wasn't stoked about it. Yeah, that, that's you know? fair. So she was allowed to li- uh, live there in her elderly days. Um, he then started a school for black children, opened a store for freedmen, started an all-black railway line, and a black-owned newspaper. Black excellence through and through. Yeah. Man, it doesn't quit. 100%. Uh, he was also elected to the South Carolina House of Representatives, where he introduced the Homestead Act and a civil rights bill. Then he got a job in the Senate, served on the Finance Committee, in 1872, he was the VP of the South Carolina Republican Party and was a major general of the state militia. Because why not? Damn, Fucking why the fuck not? It's yeah. a cool title. Major it general. It's insane. It's a sick title. Uh, then after that, he worked in the U.S. House of Representatives where he fought hard to protect freedmen in the South. Uh, that didn't work because uh, we they hate black people. Yeah. So they he unfortunately failed because the instant federal troops left the South in 1877, he was charged and convicted of taking a bribe by the new wave of Southern bourbon Democrat piss babies who just made up some bullshit yeah. to discredit him. They didn't make him go to jail, which thanks, I guess, you know, but uh, he, they did, you know, charge him with some shit to make him look worse, yeah. but everybody knows, yeah. you know, horseshit. For the rest of his life, he worked in local and federal politics, and one of his final actions before his death was to lobby the sheriff and mayor to stop a lynch mob from killing two black men suspected of a crime. He died uh, at 75 of malaria in, in February of 1915, which is crazy. Yeah. I was like, damn, the mosquitoes got him Yeah, they all did. That. Uh, Motherfuckers, The things dude. are pure evil, dog. Uh, and he, there is actually a biopic being written and produced by the nephew of Stanley Tukey Williams, founder of the Crips. No and shit. That's, yeah. That's, and that's uh, Robert Smalls. Dude, cool life. History Super maker. Super cool life. History Yeah, maker. absolutely. And... Pretty happy ending for that guy. Yeah, overall. yeah. Compared to some of the people we've we've covered that yes. have just gotten shit on, fucking Absolutely. left and yes. right. Yeah, died penniless and yeah, no pretty recognition. Happy. I was yeah, like, all not right, bad ending. Sweet, not yeah, a bad and, ending. You know, uh, thank you for his service because he was an insane. Yeah, contribution. that dude was a fucking insane. Yeah, an insane contribution to the progression of America and American history. You, and you got to remember, he was in an all steel boat. That was hit 96 times by a cannonball. That thing is like, yeah. Think of that sound. That, dude, yeah. Uh, Think of that. That boat was like, don't worry, Robert, I'm not going to let you sink. And then he gets home, <laughs> and then it sinks. He's like, I got you, don't worry. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, appreciate it, appreciate it. He's a ship whisperer. Um, nice, yeah, that's fucking Yeah, badass. that's Robert Smalls. Yeah, I, was, I had planned to cover him, and then you told me you were covering him, and I was like, all right, well, I guess you can, you can have that one there, bud. Um... So I figured, you know, we've kind of talked uh, the season. I don't want to say it's coming to an end soon, but we've we've kicked around the idea of moving on. But we are not a hundred percent sure yet. Not because we're, we're running out of content. We've got a ton of content, so much content that you don't even know what the fuck to do with you, stupid nerd bitch. And, and if you could you, send us content, we'd be like, wow, yeah, more content. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, we we're content that. hoarders. Don't, but don't you ever for one second in your life think we'll ever run out of content? We could do circles around you with content. Who is so. it? Uh, I don't want to say this guy's name, but someone did send us a story that I thought would be a really good one if we ever did fandoms again it was like about this like 
this African, this group, uh, I don't remember what nation in Africa they were. I understand that there's other nations there. Yeah. But they were, uh, like, punk, black metal. They, they were, like, black metal fans, but they wore a lot of, like, UK punk clothes. Oh, shit. And I think I, I know really, what you're talking about, but that, yeah. It was that really would interesting, be, but I was be. like, thank you for that person for sharing it. Cause, that's tight. Uh, that'd you know, be a really that's good. That's kind of stuff that we like to see, yeah. Hard agree. Um... So I didn't want to end this season without covering a survival story that has like stuck with me over the years since the first time I fucking heard it. Um, so it's not a fun story either. I will tell you that right now. Uh, Got to be honest, bit of a bumskies. Bit, bit of, of a bumskies, yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. Just if you don't like it, that's fine. I get that. But you could just invest in your own equipment, get your own Podbean subscription, make your own logo, and start your own podcast. Yeah, yeah, eat ass. That easy. So, um, that's all you got to do. Yeah, anyways, like I said, bit of a bumskies of a story, but it's fucking really good, and the gal in it is the definition of relentless. So I'm going to be talking about the motherfucking insane survival story of Mary Vincent. So um, it's 1978, and my favorite musical, Grease, was released, and its soundtrack was dominating the airwaves. It was truly a time to be alive. Um, so Mary Vincent is a 15-year-old runaway. She grew up in Las Vegas, but she ran away from home and headed to good old California way. Yeah, running away from Las Vegas. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Usually it's the other crazy. way around, dude. Yeah, uh, I know. That's so yeah, in California, she lived out of a car with her boyfriend, but once he was arrested for the sexual assault of another teenage girl, Mary decided it was time to ride solo. Wow, that's yeah, good. Yeah, so yeah, you know, you can't stop, drop, and open up shop alone, especially as a 15-year-old girl. So on September 29th, 1978, she decides she's going to hitchhike to Corona, California, with where her grandfather lives. Uh, it was quite the trek. Uh, it was a 400-mile journey. So she had to wow. she had to fire up the Lamborghinis and get to stepping. Um, yeah. So she's hitchhiking along, and at this point in time, she's with a group of people, and they're vibing, having a good time, and a van pulls up alongside the road. The driver was a 50-year-old man named Lawrence Singleton, and Singleton said that he was willing to give them a ride, but he really only had room in his van for one person, kind of like gesturing oh, yeah. at Mary. Yeah, really? Yeah. So the group could apparently see kind of inside the back of his van, and they noticed that it was completely empty. So his only room for one person seemed a bit fucking sketchy. And so they were kind of like, hey... You can if you want to, but don't go with this guy because this it just bad news bears all around. Uh, Mary was tired, though. She'd been walking all day in the hot California sun, and she really just needed a rest. Uh, she said that Singleton had a warm, quote, grandfather vibe to him, uh, so she didn't think that he was really much of a threat. And if he was, she uh, believed yeah, she could. Fifteen-year-old woman's judge of character. Yeah, or, just I mean, a fifteen-year-old. That's a girl. Fifteen-year-old yeah. judge of character in general. Uh, yeah, true. So true. Uh, she gets in the van, and the two take off. So Mary was exhausted from her day of travel. They had been walking all day. It was hot. It was just kind of nice to be able to sit and relax. She isn't too thrilled about being alone with this dude, but soon she gets comfortable enough to fall asleep. And when Mary wakes up, it's night out. She looks at her surroundings and realizes that instead of going south, they were going east. This motherfucker was going the wrong way. So she freaks out, rightfully so, and is like, hey, Boner, what the hell? And Singleton plays the stupid old man card and is like, oh, wow, it's just an honest mistake. I'm an honest man who made an honest mistake. Um, mm -hmm. Fucking okay, buddy. So he turns around and starts going in the right direction. And at this point, eh, they're kind of out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, like, no streetlights, no nothing. And shortly after turning around, 
he turns around and or I'm sorry, the the uh, shortly after they turn around, he's like, oh, like hold on. Turning around right yeah, now. a lot of <laughs> they're going in circles on the highway. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they as they're going in the right direction, he's like, hold on, I got to rock a piss. And he pulls the van over and he gets out to use the bathroom. So Mary, who at this point is getting a bad, sketchy vibe from this dude, kind of looks around. She gets out of the van to stretch her legs. And whilst doing this, she looks down and sees that her shoes are untied. And basically she tells herself, if I need to fire up this fucking VT Cruisers and Boot Scoot and Boogie away from this dude. How many I, of those you got? A couple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I need to tie my shoes so I can run properly. So she bends down to tie her shoes, and that's when Singleton strikes her in the back of the head with a sledgehammer and causes her to black out. That's why you always keep your shoes tied real yeah, tight. Always keep your shoes tied real tight. And if you're going to wear shoes, they should be on tight. Yeah, tight on them tootsies. That's the, that's the mantra around this, these parts. So not long after, she wakes up, and she is tied up in the back of this dude's van. She's naked, and Singleton sexually assaults 15-year-old Mary Vincent throughout the night and into the early morning. During their ordeal, she's obviously crying and pleading to him. She keeps saying, please let me, please just set me free, set me free. I won't tell anyone, I promise. Um, so come morning time, Singleton unties her and drags her out of the van, and he says, you want to be set free, I'll set you free, um, which, not good. Not good at all. So he grabs a hatchet out of the van and he begins hacking Mary's left arm off below the elbow. Um, Mary is screaming and attempting to fight back. She grabs him with her right arm and that's when Singleton starts cutting off her right arm below the elbow. Um, So... After her arms have been cut off, uh, she kind of falls back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she falls back. She's in shock, obviously. And she watches as um, Singleton. Singleton. Yeah, I built different. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my arms, whatever, dude. Don't need these. Um, I got legs. Yeah. (laughs) She watches as Singleton attempts to release her right arm from his shirt because she had been grabbing onto him and he cut it off. It was still holding on to his shirt. Um, So as Mary is bleeding, like a lot, as you can imagine, she's in shock. I mean, she's fucking 15 years old. 15 years old. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Singleton then drags Mary over the railing on the side of the highway and tosses her into a 30-foot ditch. And she falls to the bottom and breaks four ribs on the way down. But regardless, she just had her arms chopped off. Um, She just broke some ribs and she was thrown into a ditch. She is still miraculously alive. So this absolutely badass of a little girl. insane. Fucking bananas, bro. I just like, I just would choose to die. Yeah, I like, I, I don't know if I would have it in me to keep going. Um, I would be real bummed about my hands. Yeah, I, I would be really upset. About I would missing be way more likely to keep going if it was my feet or legs yeah. versus my hands. Versus my, my hands, hands dude. Dude, too many. I, I can't shoot guns or play computer games. I, would, no, I couldn't do it. Could not do it. So she is in the stitch. She's losing a ton of blood and she's feeling very, very tired. But she knows that if she goes to sleep, that's it. You know, she she won't wake back up. So she keeps telling herself. You can't go to sleep. You got to stay awake so they can catch this fucker. So she forces herself to sit up, and then she shoves her bloody stumps into the dirt to pack over her wound to minimize further blood loss. Literally rub some dirt. Yeah, literally rub some dirt in it, and it worked. So, um... I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, honestly. I don't know if I would have thought of that. I also don't know how you would... Like, so I got a belt on, right? Yeah, and like, I want 
But what do I do? What how is, do I? Yeah. How am I gonna tourniquet an arm? She doesn't have any hands. No. Yeah, she uh, how can't. Do you, how do you? Yeah. Like, is it done? I don't. I would constantly, dude. That's yeah. so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, having to take off a belt with no hands. Oh my god, I can't imagine. Think about that. I cannot fucking imagine. This is helpless. It'd be a good Schlagden star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she packs mud and dirt into her wounds, and it stops the bleeding enough. And uh, she begins her fucking journey, crawling back up this ditch, like literally crawling. It takes her uh, in the fucking what, what's the word I'm looking in the truest sense of the word or phrase. It takes her all day. Uh, when she was thrown down, it was early in the morning, and when she makes it to the top, she it's pitch black. It's nighttime. It's insane. Yeah, fucking insane, dude. So how far was she? It was like a thirty foot ditch. Uh, well, she was crawling. Yeah, she was crawling, and you know, because her legs were broken. No, her ribs were broken, but she just had her both of her arms chopped off, so she's lost a ton of blood. So it's like she's moving any which way she can. Uh, I, I would just—is that? I would think dragging would be hard in that situation. I—I I, I don't know, man. I feel like she's also like. I don't know how steep this ditch was, so, like, crawling true. may have been her only option. Like, standing true, up, true. no way. Um, so, takes her all day. She finally gets back up to the road, and it's nighttime. She's still on this fucking back road in the middle of nowhere, so it's pitch black out. She can hear sounds of cars in the distance, so she knows which way the main highway is, and she starts heading that, in that direction. She's like... If I get there, someone will help me. So uh, she walks for three fucking miles, naked, covered in blood, and missing both of her arms. And a convertible with two men pulls, uh, with two men inside, pulls up as she's walking, and they just take the fuck off. I forgot that she was naked. That does kind of make it more like, good god, yeah, I would, I'd freak out. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so holy fuck. So these dudes take the fuck off. Um, absolutely just burnt rubber out of there mary goes on to say that she didn't blame them she was covered in blood missing both of her arms she said she looked like something out of a horror movie which like i want to be like dude what the fuck man like but also you're on a back road in the middle of nowhere and you find someone naked covered in blood missing both their arms like it's it's one of those things where those dudes probably for the rest of their life for the rest of their life were like did we see that like was that a real thing that happened or i i mean that was probably her shit was probably on the news oh yeah no so uh, it yeah it made it big big news was it oh uh i'm thinking of like a trucker coming i think the movie starts with a flash forward of her of a brutalized woman maybe covered in blood or something walks out of the woods into the street and uh a semi pulls up on her uh and sees that she's like all fucked up do you know what i'm talking about that sounds very generic i i know a handful of a movies lot. where there's some some movies where they get the person gets hit or you know i've no they don't get hit they come out and see her yeah i i there's definitely a movie that has that scene in it i know for i a mean fact. Yeah. yeah i don't know uh, what movie specifically you're talking about but i know that's a scene um okay, so I'll, I'll see what i can do yeah do some digging so she she was like yeah i don't blame him i looked like something out of a horror movie they probably thought they were fucking seeing a ghost um so after these dudes take off she begins her trek luckily she didn't have to walk much further because a couple on their honeymoon had taken the wrong exit and were trying to get back to the main highway when they came upon mary 
uh, they immediately were like, holy fucking shit. And they put Mary in the back of their truck, and they drop the fucking pedal to the floor and get to a payphone. Uh, she says that she could. She remembers hearing like the tire screeching against the highway as they like they were fucking booking it. Um, so they get to a payphone, they call EMS, and they airlift Mary to the nearest hospital. So miraculously, man, she, I just keep thinking about everybody who f- sees her and it just being like the worst thing dude, they've ever seen. Yeah, ever, dude. Like, oh you know, yeah, over a hundred percent. Like even the like fucking. The EMS dude, that would be insane. I was about to say, even like the EMS people who have seen some shit probably have not seen something like that. Um, So she pulls through. She had lost an exuberant amount of blood while recovering in the hospital. Police obviously come in and talk to her, and she was able to describe Lawrence Singleton in such great detail to the police sketch guy that nine days after his sketch was released, his neighbor fucking turns him in. Dude, I love the sketch guy. Yeah, dude. I love it. Fucking catching so criminals good. left and right. Dude, uh, critical. What a crazy, like... What? I love that we don't have a... Like, that tech is forever. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, it just w- describe him and be a good draw. A, a crazy know? fucking... Like, that was a career path for people for a long time, was being a police sketch artist. And, yeah. like... And, and, and I, I don't know. It's just like, they're like, oh, what do you look like? Oh, hold on, I'll draw him real quick. That'll help us. Yeah. And that just stuck. I know. Yeah, so... um. So Lawrence is arrested and taken into police custody. So while in custody, he tells cops that Mary is a sex worker. That was not the vernacular that he used, but, you know, whatever. And that he was passed out drunk in his van when his other friend who was there with Mary and two other sex workers was also who attacked Mary. Who was That was who attacked Mary. And people are like, yeah, okay, buddy. Sounds good to me. Um, but he goes to court and Mary being the bad bitch that she is testifies against him, which supposedly in court, Lawrence Singleton whispered to Mary, I'll finish the job if it takes me the rest of my life. So yes, your honor, that motherfucker is guilty. Yeah. Um, so uh, in March of 1979, Lawrence Singleton is found guilty on all charges, which were kidnapping, mayhem, forced oral copulation, sodomy, rape, and attempted murder. And the maximum sentence at the time, uh, the, which was uh, a whopping 17 years. Um, the judge even went as far as to say if he had the power, he would sit in Singleton to spend the rest of his life in years. prison. Yeah, 17 Dude, old-timey years. old-timey prison. Just, what mattered to them? Yeah, nothing. Like, so, oh, you, you butt-fuck them against their will? Yeah. Three years. Three years, years. Like, what? yeah. What? Jesus. Oh, my God. Dude, it, yeah, it's it, They basically brutal. considered sexual assault the same as, like, being punched. I was like, okay. Fucking crazy. So crazy. Um, So he goes to the slammer and actually only ends up serving eight years in prison. Uh, Thanks to a work incentive law that was passed very hush-hush-like, where for every day the prisoner spent working was a day cut off their sentence, Uh, he was released super early. Um, Incredibly early. uh, I think there should be some people who disqualify. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not everybody should be able to do that. Uh, Yeah, so... I'm not really sure that guy was rehabilitated. No, not at all. So his parole was a big big fucking deal. Uh, People were pissed off, rightfully so. Uh, His parole date comes up, and the DOC is like, all right, we're going to parole him in Antioch, California. And the mayor of Antioch is like, fuck no, you are not. And he protests the DOC, so the Department of Corrections is like, okay, fuck, I guess not. 
well, we're going to place him with relatives in Tampa, Florida. So the people of Tampa, Florida were like, no, no. I'm sorry, sir. This doesn't work for yeah, us. Yeah, no, I, this is not the vibe. So bro, I love how it's like, so someone has the problem, right, that they need to put this guy somewhere, yeah. right? And and then they say a place. Yeah. Like, what about a city? And I'm like, are you fucking Nobody like, is going to. people, yeah. they aren't going to want They're that. not going to want yeah. him. So uh, the Tampa, Florida uh, chapter of the guardian angels, which if you don't know back in the day, uh, the guardian angels were like a vigilante group who back when like the streets, the subways of New York were super unsafe and just like eh, the, the streets were a shit show and police weren't doing fuck all about it. The guardian angels were dudes who were like fucking wore red berets and went around and kicked people's ass and kept people safe. Um, so, the Tampa chapter of the Guardian Angels lead protests against it, and Florida rejects the parolee. So they try to release him in Martinez, California, which is in Contra Costa County. So the county board is like, no, no, that's not happening. And they win a temporary restraining order from a superior court, barring the Department of Corrections from releasing a singleton anywhere in Contra Costa County. So the DOC tries placing Singleton in San Francisco, but a little bit uh, for a little bit, and the chief of police takes a page. Dude, out of- put him in a goddamn small town Dude. in North Dakota. So, like, just be done with so, it. Put him in a fucking room and leave. So uh, the chief That's of police idiot. takes a page out of Contra Costa County's playbook and also wins a temporary restraining order against Singleton, barring him from being anywhere in San Francisco. So they try to secretly place him. That's what I was thinking too. That sounds like such bullshit. Yeah, I didn't know that was a a thing. So the sheriff's like, "I don't want this prisoner." Yeah, like, okay, Uh, sure, why not? I guess legal system was. I mean, with with uh, given the situation of and the severity of what he did, I'm sure. America, right? Yeah, yeah. No fucking. I mean, some judge is going to be like, "Nope, sorry, you got to take him." And they're like, "They're like, you don't want him in your town. That's your right." What I year are we in now? Uh, let's see. Um, what what year did he fucking that? Ms. She gets picked up. God damn it! I just had it. Uh, in March of 1979, he's found guilty and he serves eight years. So okay, so it's in '87. Yeah. Now. Um, wow, that's such a cockamamie situation. Yeah, further, further back. So, uh, where was I? San Fran temporary restraining order. So they try to secretly place him in Redwood City, but reporters are tipped off and protesters surround the hotel. And Singleton has to be escorted out by the uh, out of the hotel by police. They try to place him in four more towns, and every time they do, someone tips off the press, and he has to be escorted out for his own safety. At one town, a mob of 500 people showed up, Ed, because fuck them. Like if you're, That's awesome. yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hear us. You're gonna hear That's how awesome. we feel about this. Um, so uh, they should have just let the the police should just turn their backs and let the fucking mob have them. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Put him in a yeah. small town in like Montana. Yeah, and just leave him. will shoot him before the day is. Yeah, over. yeah. Be before lunchtime, dude. This um, come on. So finally, the governor is like. Holy shit, just put a trailer on the grounds of San Quentin and he can live there until his parole is over. And that's exactly what they did. They put a trailer on the grounds of San Quentin Prison and Lauren Singleton lived there until his parole was done. So, uh, 
which is hilarious which yeah I which is it. wild um so after his, imagine imagine being in prison still and you're like and you just get up and you see that free. guy just right over yeah, there yeah. Like, what <laughs> so is he out after his parole is done he moves to florida and the people of florida are like this fucking guy again how many times have we got to tell you old man a car dealer offers him five thousand dollars to fuck off and get out of town a homemade bomb was detonated near his house unfortunately he wasn't injured by it but in 1997 wait what that's so awesome what a threat dude right yeah the house yeah like get the fuck out of town yeah it's a good intimidation tactic but he doesn't leave so 1997 singleton's neighbor calls the police after hearing screams coming from his house and when police arrive singleton answers the door with the shirt open and he's got blood all over him Police find the body of 31-year-old Roxanne Hayes. She was a uh, mother of three, and she was doing sex work to make ends meet. Singleton had stabbed her 12 times in the face and chest. What a real fucking piece of shit. Um, well, let's put him in jail for another yeah, eight years. Yeah, what a shocker that the <laughs> man... learned something. The man who chopped a 15-year-old's arms off and you know sexually assaulted them was not rehabilitated after eight years in prison. Oh, crazy. Um, so he's taken to jail, and when Mary Vincent hears that he's been arrested again for murder, she flies to Florida and testifies against him in trial. Uh, she retells her story. She's like, fuck this dude. He should have never been out in the streets in the first place. And, uh, cause she's a fucking badass. He's holding her hooks up the dude, whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, she, it was crazy, like, cause, like, back then it was like getting prosthetics was not, like, a super easy process. No. And immediately after she, uh, the first time she testified against him, if I remember correctly, she had already been fitted for prosthetics. So I was like, damn, they got her in him quick. Um, so the jury deliberates for one hour, and they're like, your honor, fuck him. And he gets sentenced to death on April 14th, 1998. He spent three years in prison awaiting his execution before dying from cancer at the age of 74. Rest in piss, bitch. I mean, at least he died of cancer. Yeah. Like, that's always a bad one. Yeah, I wish they would have, like, given him the chair and then just botched it, like, in the yeah. Grand Mile. Yeah. I mean, I think several years of cancer is That's is true. Pretty... That's pretty shitty punishment. He should have had more years of cancer, but, you know. I know. You, we can't all get what we want. But, yeah, crazy fucking story, dude. That is a crazy story. Strong lady. Yeah, bad fucking ass. I just, I don't think, I, I really don't, I don't think most people could get their arms chopped off, you know, after spending like 12 hours being sexually assaulted, get their arms chopped off and thrown in a 30 foot ditch and have the wherewithal to stay alive and climb back, crawl back up to the street and then walk three miles to fucking uh, get to safety. I just, it, that's a, a human who is built like different. I just blood would stay in me so good. That's, that's the thing, too. I was like, out. dude, I was like, because it only takes like five to ten minutes for you to hemorrhage out. And it's like, I was baffled that she had lost so much blood and was still kicking. Um, but, I know. Uh, apparently, Lawrence Singleton had cut her arms off so he, so it would get rid of the fingerprints. Um, and I'm like, where did the hands? Yeah, go? I was like, where, "What were you gonna do with the hands?" I was a little. I I didn't. I, I didn't see anywhere it said it gave information of what he did with the hands. But I was like, "That seems like a very." Flawed... I bet if somebody knows and and didn't want to tell anything yeah. about it. I like, don't know, oh, man. No, it seems like it, it seems like he was the sole conspiracy. I maybe He's he told somebody. I don't fucking fucking know. Bad. Like I just couldn't imagine. 
just such depravity. Yeah, I can't, so dude. Insane. I'm a fucking DJ, and I can never like imagine doing that Anything to, to that, like, like a, a person, let alone a child. And like, and then I mean, and then it's like, so all of it's horrible, right? But then you're like chopping off a child's arms. arms I mean, yeah, like that's crazy. What kind of shit do you have to also, go through in your life to get to caught. that point? He got caught. And then went to jail, and then got caught and went to jail. He didn't get caught. No, for yeah, hey, we we yeah. talked in the first time we recorded this. We talked about that because we were like, "You don't just you you don't your first murder is not chopping a fifteen year old's arms off. It doesn't. Oh, no, yeah, no, nope, that's, that's not a dip your toes in murder. That is a seasoned murder murderer. Stuff, yeah, um, yeah. There was a lot of talk about how he was, you know, he could be linked to possibly like, be linked to a lot other of, children with their arms chopped off. Yeah, you should look around. There was there was a lot of talk of how he could, you know, it it can't be. Confirmed confirmed because he's dead but he could possibly be linked to a bunch of missing persons in the area um so yeah that dude killed multiple people you don't and to get out of prison and immediately do it again uh it's like no you've been murdering people for a while uh, like i'm like there's not everyone can be rehabilitated yeah no absolutely not i no uh -uh. nope not everyone can and he only served eight years Eight years. Eight years out of a 17-year sentence. She was 15. Shit's crazy, dog. Fucking Mary Vincent's a badass. She became an advocate. She's done a lot of lot of good advocacy work. She, Dude, I don't know, man. That story, the first time I ever heard it, I was like, fuck. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it stuck, sticks with you. It sticks with you. Um, you have a recommendation? Uh, Yes. One sec. Let me pull something up. What about you? Do yours first. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Uh, I recommend fucking... uh, I guess I can't really recommend reading Death's End because you gotta read The Dark Force and The Three-Body Problem. Um... I don't know. I'm trying to think. What have I what have I watched recently? Uh, we talked about Knock at the Cabin on the Lucy, but I don't think I recommended that. It's an all right movie. Watch it. It's good. It's it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. It's not terrible. Could be a lot worse. It's got Batiste in it, who is a national treasure, a gem of a human being. So, he seems like he's really doing a good job, dude. I know. I would love to be friends with Batista. He seems like such a fucking good guy. Oh, you know what? Uh, I watched Nobody because you told oh, me. Oh, yeah. How was that? Great. Uh, that's going to be my recommendation. It was a, dude, that was, I was like, this movie was made by dads. Yeah, dads. dude. I, and this like, was a dad movie. I was yeah. telling you because uh, one of my favorite things is anytime either of us watches a movie that the other one suggested, we like live text each other about yeah. it. And that's like one of my favorite activities. But yeah, that whole. Same. The whole scene where like the uh the his his dad in the nursing homes has a double barrel under his fucking blanket and Dude. like and oh what I liked about him except for at the end they were pretty like realistic about yeah. what he was capable of achieving yeah you know? yeah it got a he little wasn't mowing down a room full of dudes by himself no, huh? you know it like, got a little the double tunes. barrel under the thing would work that's yeah. a good move it got a little i think you would have literally any oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's what part of the end part i was like that old man like that shooting the shotgun that many times it blows his hands yeah his dude he's fucking yeah no he's dust done, done. Yeah. yeah and the Absolutely whole like dust. triple rebar cannon that fucking just shredded those dude, dudes i didn't care about that the claymore mo- the, the claymore, claymore- shield was hilarious yeah, i was 
the claymores the claymores were hilarious like having <laughs> it on the table <laughs> just like it, okay i was like what's he gonna do how can he get out of this situation now and then he has a claymore on the table it's like, like that would that, do it. that would do it yeah <laughs> if someone the if, only thing <laughs> if someone opened if someone pulled the napkin off the table and had a claymore under it i'd be like all right okay well we can all talk right, this everybody out. Get out yeah <laughs> we're gonna leave now uh, uh seeing bob my, odenkirk in a role like that was very it could have been anybody it, i gotta be honest he didn't add anything to the role I, it could have been anybody i it was like a fine i like the movie but like i could see that it, yeah i like that been. it was him i, I like i i appreciated getting to see him in that kind of light but i sure. agree it could have been anybody it definitely could. david harbour bruce yeah. willis whoever yeah it would have been the same movie a hundred times over but i liked it it was a good movie, uh, my yeah. other recommendation is gonna be since you already mentioned that movie is gonna be uh the latest season of it's always sunny is oh really good. dude yeah really funny. i love it's always sunny really really funny. I love forever so i give it more credit than a lot of people do but yeah. this season was actually the season was great, really good great return to form it's very fucking funny and i loved it i, I mean, mean i've been thinking yeah yeah obviously it. what we do in the shadows is still fucking killing it this season untouchable so yeah. good yeah Un- unparalleled so fucking yeah. funny dude the most recent episode of it was like the funniest one of the funniest they've ever had i'm trying too. to remember which one what happened to the most recent episode uh, that was when Colin was being too interesting. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. his black eye. Yeah. So fucking funny, dude. I love. I the whole loved that energy vampire council. Like that whole arc. Oh man, so good. And the uh, Guillermo uh, had to go to the familiar hair place. Oh, the, the vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the it's a I, great episode. I love dude. that the 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 vampire vet was like just he's like oh he broke yeah he uh, broke that leg it's cold yeah he's 40 he's it, gonna at gonna, the end of this be dead we're gonna have to put, put him down, down. yeah <laughs> you can break that other leg we're gonna have to put him down but yeah like i've just been replete with great comedy this yeah there's this year good solar opposites TV shows. started up too i have not watched solar opposites ever no oh it's very good is it it's very good okay yeah they, but this is the first season without justin roiland oh and they switched it to a just a british guy and um it's a little weird but little the weird. season is good and it's funny it's just it is weird to, i gotta get yeah. over it well I, I think it'll take a few episodes but well, you know whatever fuck you know whatever the, your opinion is of justin roiland he has a very distinct like character I really voice. voice i really yeah. like his character voice yeah he, it is very like it, it it portrays a really good like awkward fucking just like you know it's it, there's not you i haven't found heard anyone that could pull that kind of voice and, dude there's gotta like that's what what i'm really interested in is what the fuck uh rick and morty is gonna do because because solar opposites I mean, they took the joke. It's it's like they changed his voice with the fixie ray. I was yeah. like, would Rick and Morty do the same shit? No, you know, uh, I was like, I don't think so. I don't know. I man. think they I, might try to just find someone who sounds like Rick. I, I that's I would figure that it's would be, the court. be someone because I mean, Rick and Morty is like that is a staple in the show. Yeah. Is the voices so it, yeah. you, you can't you've got to find somebody that sounds like yeah. Him. I don't yeah. think they were going to change it, but yeah, it's been a good good year for TV. A lot of fucking great stuff coming out but the it's always shit. sunny season very good highly recommend it then that's what i'm gonna end it with hell yeah well we'll see you guys next week be safe be kind to others be kind to yourself love you so much Bye bye